16-year-old Kylie Rodney is missing from Truckee, California. She was last seen at the Prosser Family Campground at a party in the early morning hours of August 6th. Authorities are conducting ground, air, and water searches, hoping to bring Kylie back home. everybody and welcome to the true crime squad this is katie weaver i'm here with my sister co-host and partner in crime christy brower hello hello hey everybody how's it going it's going pretty well i have i went to uh, a psychic fair yesterday that was really fun and i don't know if you can see this very well you can't because the camera or the lights wash it out but this is a piece of larimar it's one of my most favorite stones and it's very expensive Mm -hmm. it's only found in one place in this color on the planet it's so Mm -hmm. beautiful so i'm really stoked about this i want to put it on something different as a necklace but i'm so happy about it uh and then this yeah excuse me you can see a little bit better this is prenite and prenite is uh known as the heal the healer stone uh-huh. So I thought that was pretty perfect for me right now as I'm yeah. preparing for my surgery that uh, I could use that. So these are a couple of things. I got some other things too, I will admit, but these are probably my two favorite that I got. So yeah, I that love it. Really fun. Well, good. Tearing yeah. it up. Yeah. I love it. Well, good. Well, we are on Tuesday already. Right? Yeah. And we're already <laughs> halfway through August. I know. I can't believe that. August is Summer is almost over. I would imagine a lot of you's kids have already started school or are getting really close to it. If you have kids at home still, it's crazy, crazy talk, but here we are. Yeah. And it's just one step closer to fall. Yes. Which is my jam. So I'm all about Mm -hmm. it. We're already, you know, having some days that aren't as hot, which is. Oh yeah. It's getting getting way better yeah Mm -hmm. good stuff well we have a jam-packed episode for you guys today but i want to let our patrons know that we have two new patreons so if you haven't seen them yet or haven't noticed them come up over in patreon run over there and take a peek so we have two new ones uh what happened to tammy lynn leppert as well as uh, anatoly moskvin uh that one is like a real life horror story and we saved it for patreon because it really is just a true life uh horror that well we don't want to get kicked off youtube so <laughs> much, yeah. but if you're on patreon and you're a hardcore true crimer don't miss that it's super interesting it's super gross but super interesting it is for sure yeah all righty well let's dive in so Christy, I know you're going to kick us off with a true crime update. Yes. So when is a serial killer not a serial killer? Oh, well, when they didn't do it or when they all happened at the same time? 
No, it is when someone posts about a fake serial killer on social media and scares the living shit out of a community. Oh, oh I've seen that happen before. Okay. Right. This is in Carnegie, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And there's a fake post going around uh, on Facebook. And unfortunately, what happens is if people don't, you know, do their research and, and learn and make sure something is true, because if you saw it on Facebook, that is not a guarantee. Uh, it's no. been shared all over the place, but it's a fake post about a serial killer preying on women in the Carnegie, uh, Pennsylvania area. And there's even a photo of a man with a face that's kind of blurred with the um, caption that it's this guy. Mm-hmm. That he's hunting in Carnegie, Pennsylvania, and there have already been several disappearances. Mm-hmm. It even says... My friend was almost taken by him. He drives a truck with LED lights and hits cars of women alone. Once they pull over, he takes them. So uh, the police chief in Carnegie, Pennsylvania, was like, well, this is news to me. (laughs) (laughs) Which you kind of think he would know, right? You would think, yeah. I mean, I'm glad he received this information now. Thank you, social media. Yes, yeah. He has, and um, that people are calling in, scared, wondering what's going on, you know, to the police station. And yeah, um, they have confirmed that it is, in fact, a fake post. It's a lie. Uh-huh. There is no one like this doing anything right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're right now working on trying to figure out where the fake post came from because you could be in some trouble for this. Well, yeah, scaring people and stirring stuff up. Right? I mean, is we this literally one around here. Likes or likes or something? Like, it's really messed up. Mm-hmm. We see one that rolls around here, not that one, but the same post that rolls around every so often. Mm-hmm. And it's about a man in a white van trolling around neighborhoods yes. and tried to get my friend's little girl in his car. Yep, and several times. It's everywhere. And people go, oh, no, that happened. That happened to my cousin. You're like, bro, it didn't. This is the same freaking post. It just, you, every so often, it starts rolling around again. Not yeah. to say you shouldn't be very aware of your children and of kidnapping because stranger danger is very real. But yeah, posts like this don't do us any justice or, or you know, don't help anything because then no. people don't look for the right things because of this stupid stuff. Right. It's just, it's, it's a bad thing for your community all the way around. Yeah. So course the police in Carnegie Pennsylvania want everyone to know this is a hoax mm-hmm. and that you know because of course it also scares the shit out of people yeah you know um but they are looking for the person who started the rumor because they're not messing around this is not wow. okay interesting so, you know don't don't lie about serial killers on social media it just it serves no one <laughs> this is true yeah So, Katie, I am going to kick the mic back over to you for our main case, which is a missing person spotlight. Yes. All right. So today we're covering the disappearance of Kylie Rodney. Kylie Rodney uh, lives in Truckee, California, and she disappeared a little more than a week ago now. 
And so I'm going to go through the case, uh, share a few things, and and then some of the speculations that are coming out. And mostly, I just want to open an investigation on this case because uh, it's just really heating up. So this is Kylie. She is 16. She just graduated from high school early and was headed to, I believe, Sierra College in the fall. Mm. She is a musician. She plays the oh, guitar yeah. primarily, but a lot of other interesting uh, instruments as well. She worked at a boba tea shop and is just beyond beloved by the people that know her. She's one of those kids that seems to me like adults adore her because she's responsible and smart and approachable and, mm-hmm. you know, one of those kinds of humans, you know? Yeah, yeah. And her coworkers say that she just fills up a room when she comes in. She's just that kind of kid. Mm-hmm. So here's the bones of what happened. She went to a party. The other uh, in uh, this is in Placer County in California. This is right on the border of California and Nevada, uh, right at Donner's Pass. Mm-hmm. This is a really heavily wooded. Uh, mountainous foresty area oh yeah so on august 5th uh she had had plans it sounds like to go to a car show with her mom but Mm. had some friends that wanted to that they were having a party basically this was a send-off to all of the kids that were going to college in the fall Mm. and it's at a place at uh, a campground where this really a place that kids are known to hang out and stuff and this Mm -hmm. seemed relatively safe right sure so she went to the party and when she got to the party she ran into a friend she went initially with her friend mags uh magdalene and when she got to the party magdalene said she didn't stay very long and it she didn't like the vibe there and that there uh some other people are saying there were some men there that were older that uh, they didn't know that were trying to mm. pressure everybody to take big hits off of a bong and she wasn't comfy. And so she actually left like very early in the night. So Kylie um, did or her friend? No, did? her friend did. Oh, okay. But she ran into another girl, Sam, that she had been good friends with in the past. And so they kind of, you know, hooked up and, you know, started hanging out together. And mm-hmm party got kind of out of hand it sounds like it there was depending on the accounts there were somewhere between 100 and 300 people there which was much bigger than it was supposed to be and people that had seen uh kylie during the night said that she was stumbling drunk she was really inebriated um it sounds like there were also some drugs being passed around maybe that uh she wasn't doing or didn't intend on doing but there was there was just a lot of stuff going on Mm-hmm. And she had taken a couple of breaks to sit in her car and charge her phone with her friend Sam and with some other kids. And she had offered Sam a ride home. And Sam decided to decline because she was drunk and assumed that she was going to stay and sleep there or ride home with somebody else. She said she's a smart girl. I didn't really didn't think she was going to get in her car and drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she said that a little bit later, after midnight at some point, uh, Kylie called her and asked her if she still needed a ride home. And she was like, no, I just told you I don't. She was like, oh, yeah, okay. It was just kind of weird, but she didn't really think a lot of it. And she left. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and then another girl had said that she did see her at the party sometime after midnight. So those are the last times she was seen. Okay. So in the morning, mom wakes up and she's not home. And mm. she had had a little exchange with her mom, a text exchange about extending her curfew. Mm -hmm. Because she did have a drive out of there to get home. It looked like it was maybe around 30 minutes-ish. Nothing crazy, mm. but something in that area. I mean, she was way up in a campground in the mountains. And but that, that whole area is kind of up in the mountains. So, you know, what have you. But anyway, um, so mom had, you know, texted her and told her, yeah, you can be out till 1230 and be safe. And. That was the last exchange she had. So mom gets up, no Kylie. So mm -hmm. one of her friends calls, or maybe she calls a friend and, and you know, is asking, has anybody seen her? She's, her car's not here. Her bed's not been slept in. And her friend says, well, we're supposed to go hiking and camping today, and we're supposed to meet at the Starbucks at 9. And she was like, oh, well, maybe she's just slept up there. So she goes to Starbucks and the friends go to Starbucks and they wait and they wait and they wait and no Kylie. So they drive mm -hmm. up to that campground. No mm -hmm. Kylie. So by that evening, she is declared a missing person. And the police up there, the sheriff's office at Placer County has been amazing. They have worked mm -hmm. really hard. I'm glad to get to say that because we all know how often we've seen this go the other direction. Right. But these guys, at least up to this point, have been amazing. They have been doing daily press conferences and all kinds of searching because there's all of the, there, there's so much aquatic, you know, there's so many lakes there and ponds and mm -hmm. there's a lot of waterways that, that have to be looked at. But there's also all of this uh, forested area. The police are calling it uh, a, an abduction at this point or a, a potential abduction. That's Why? interesting. Mm -hmm. So Why? they know something that's not been released. Perhaps they do. They have set up a tip line. One thing that they ran into, one challenge is that they were concerned that teenagers might not talk because they were all somewhere. They were all at a party drinking and maybe doing some drugs and so they were worried that we were going to have a lot of kids just kind of go tight-lipped. And I think mm -hmm. it's interesting because whenever I research a case like this, I usually, I look for the groups, you know, online. I look for the comments on stories to, you know, kind of get a feel from the locals of what they, what they think, you know, because mm -hmm. a lot of times they know a lot more than the press does. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting because people have really accused the teenagers there of not talking. But I don't know if I think that's true. This is an infographic that the police, re the sheriff's office released on the 14th. So yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they are re uh, updating this every day, which I think is amazing. Can you imagine every sheriff's office doing this? It would be great. When there's a big breaking case. Like, can you imagine this in Dylan Round's case? If we saw this. Right. If we saw this, that mm -hmm. would be amazing. So for those of you that are listening and not watching, it's an infographic that they posted on Facebook uh, and Twitter that says, it says update in the search for Kylie Rodney, uh, personnel assigned 307, personnel hours cumulative 12,438, air resources three, marine dive teams two, assisting agencies, California Highway Patrol, Federal Bureau of Investigations, Truckee Police Department, 
Washoe County Sheriff's Office, Alameda County Sheriff's Office, Placer County DES, Placer County Fire. And then number of tips, cumulative, 1,200. And then there's a spot there, a link tree spot for to submit a tip. Wow. And they've, isn't that amazing? Yeah. So impressed. It, and, it's really smart too, because so much happens behind the scenes yeah. in cases like this. And then mm -hmm. the community gets frustrated because they feel like nothing's happening, mm -hmm. but so much of it, we wouldn't even know if it did or not. So to do that, I, it, may, it keeps the mm -hmm. public informed, but also the police then, you know, do can prove that, yeah, they were in fact doing their due diligence here. Right. They're holding themselves accountable. Yeah. They I, also very early like, invited the FBI in, which so, they should have, because this is kind of an interstate thing because mm -hmm. it is right on a state line, but there was also a missing child. And yep. so the FBI, the FBI should be involved. Yeah. yeah. But there's clearly been no ego here. You know, they're asking for help. They're allowing help. Like they're just, in my opinion, Good. doing things right, at least from my observations. Mm -hmm. They have a, their press woman that, uh, she's an officer that's the liaison to the press that mm -hmm. leads the press conferences is fantastic. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Good. Really, really solid, really knowledgeable, really grounded. I, I'm just impressed. I have to say that. This and is this the way is, all these cases should go. It is. And these guys are another fairly small county, you know, or maybe not mm -hmm. small county, but small population that right. probably don't come up against stuff like this very often. But I, this is a master class in how to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they'll have missteps along the way. I'm not saying that they're angels, but... Compared to so many other cases that we have followed, wow. This well, is just the public reporting of here's all the stuff we've done. Here's mm -hmm. what we're going to keep doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it is reassuring. Yep. Like, okay, they, yep. they are taking this seriously. They're not yep. saying she just ran away because she's a teenage girl and they mm -hmm. have hormones like we've seen so well, many times before. Oh, 100%. Yeah. They also have not just gone, oh, well, she was probably just a drunk that ran off the road. You know, right. they haven't done that at all. A lot Good. of locals have done that, but they have not done that. They've said no. Part of the reason that they're calling a possible abduction is because her car is missing. They said that. Uh, I'm not mm -hmm. sure why that makes that qualified. But anyway, that's what they said. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple other pictures that they released that I thought were interesting. This is from the air. Mm -hmm. This is from a helicopter. And this is a dive team. Wow that's searching. There's a lot of water. So people mm -hmm. have been trying to get adventures with purpose to come yeah, and, and join the dive search. And they have said, we can't right now because we're in the middle of something. But if come September, they're still looking for her. We are headed to, uh, they're headed to California or somewhere in the area. They mm -hmm. said, on our way there, we will stop and do something here. So they are yeah. answering the call, which is good because those guys move mountains. Yeah, it's great. However, they've already got two dive teams out. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, you know, they like, probably don't have the tech that adventures. Probably have. not. But at least yeah. they have dive teams. Yeah. I'm yep. looking at you, Idaho Falls, Idaho. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the, yep, the young man that trying. Yeah, the young man that uh, Adventures with Purpose just found mm-hmm. here in Idaho that Falls, just not hidden at all. Not hidden at all. And had we had any kind of dive team or any kind of technology, they would have found his body long before. Yeah, which is For so sure. aggravating. It is. It is. So it's, I'm happy these that these guys that seem to have the resources. Teams. Yeah. 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 Um, a few things that have been released since she went missing. Uh, one is this close-up picture of her necklaces. Mm. I guess she's, that's really common for her to have that series of, of gold chains on. Okay. And so they wanted people to see those in case that jogs any kind of, a, you know, a memory or a sighting sure. by anybody. This is a picture of her. Interestingly, it looks like maybe without the necklaces or maybe they're kind of pulled off to the side. This is a CCTV picture of her uh, the day she disappeared or the night she disappeared around six o'clock in a store. Okay. So she is wearing a black uh, spaghetti strap type bodysuit with green pants and a black belt with grommets on it. Mm -hmm. And... uh, her shoes in this picture look white, but they actually are saying that she had on black vans. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not the best quality picture. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it's not, unfortunately. Also, she had been loaned this hoodie the day before by a friend. And so they wondered if, and she still has it, and they, her mom thought it was in her car. And so mm-hmm. there's a thought, too, that she might be wearing this dark gray hoodie that has uh, purple pansies on the back of it. It's a Lana Del Rey and on the front, it says, you don't want to be forgotten. You just want to disappear. And yes, some people are seeing that as a little ominous. Weird, I yeah. I don't think it really means anything, but it is kind of strange. Probably not, but yeah, it is kind of creepy mm-hmm. considering. Yeah. Now, this is a picture of her car. It's a 2013 silver Honda CRV. Okay. And they are obviously actively searching for it. Her phone has been off since about 1230. The last place it pinged was in that campground, they think. Remember how rural this is, though. You know, they believe it pinged in that campground or right in that general area about 1230, roughly. Now, understand, this is still a developing case. And there's a lot of information out there. I have sorted for many hours through everything I could find, some of which I'm just not going to share, some of which, uh, you know, if we have a few details incorrectly, we're welcome, you know, we welcome you to, to, uh, to correct us, we're doing the best we can with what we have out there at this point. Yeah. But well, we our, don't our like point to share is, rumors, you know, no. there's lots of rumors no. and we want to share them because not worth it. totally misleading, just like the fake serial killer, you know? Right. Well, and it keeps, you know, it keeps eyes off of the things that matter the most right now, which is missing Kylie. Yeah. So th- that's the basis of the case. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they're continuing to search and update daily. Uh, the Placer County uh, Sheriff's Office is a great place to start if you want to follow somebody on social media and keep an eye on this case. I would recommend doing that. Uh, there's a lot of TikToks about it. This is one thing that's kind of muddied the water is that some of the people that were at the party have made some very, uh, 
inappropriate inflamed TikToks, uh, some real attention seeking stuff. Mm-hmm. There has been some, uh, some weirdness with her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend. No one's quite sure with, uh, at one point he had said, I guess on TikTok that any uh, leads needed to pass, be passed on to him and he'd send them on to the police. The police said, please do not do that. We never said that. There's been a bunch of That's stuff like this. Weird. Kids inserting themselves in this in ways that they shouldn't be, mm-hmm. but nobody knows what to do. You know, nobody sure. knows what to do. So I'm going to share her missing poster again one more time. So again, her name is Keely Rodney, or Kylie. I want to call her Keely so bad. The spelling of her name makes me think Keely, but it's Kylie. Mm -hmm. Kylie Rodney, again, she disappeared from Prosser Lake Campground in Truckee, California. She is blonde. She has hazel eyes. She's 115 pounds. She's female. She's about 5'7". She has several piercings, including a nose ring ear and belly button piercings. She has a tattoo of 17 on her ribs and scars on her left arm and near her wrist from surgery. Mm. Those are a few details about her. Okay. I'll just show you another picture of her face. So our main objective is to get her face out there as far as we can to help be a part of the solution, obviously. I do want to show you a short clip from a press conference from a, a plea from her mother. So we'll do that. We just want her home. We're so scared and we miss her so much and we love her so much. And Kylie, we love you. And if you see this, please just, please just come home. I want nothing more than to hug you. And if, if anybody else out there, if you know where she is, if you know anything about where she might be, if you have any ideas or or thoughts, please, um, please come forward and share them. And and we're not looking to like bust anybody else or get anybody in trouble. We just want to see our daughter home. Yeah, mm. her poor mom. That's heartbreaking. It's a nightmare. So, obviously, and as always, um, our hearts go out to them, holding space that she is found and that she's okay. And we'll continue to watch this case and update it as it moves forward. And, you know, and as always, if you see something, say something. Even if it seems insignificant, always. always. I mean, obviously people are. They've had 1,200 leads. That's why I think that this idea that the kids are all climbing up and refusing to speak may not be true. 1,200 leads Mm -hmm. is a lot. And they were really careful to be very clear in the beginning. We don't care what you were doing at that party. We could care less what was going on up there, except for that we need to find Kylie. So that's all we care about. No one's getting a ticket for drinking or whatever. Just Just tell us. And they set up their anonymous tip line immediately, which was really, really smart. So really, uh, at least at this point, I I hats off to the Placer County uh, Sheriff's Office and to the searchers that are helping look for her. There's lots of community searches happening a lot. The communities come out in droves to help find her as well. There was also a concert, a benefit concert a couple of nights ago from a lot of people that she makes music with that played oh, wow. her songs and, mm-hmm. you know, performed on her behalf to, uh, I don't know, just wrap her family up in love, I think. And I, I believe they were earning some money too towards uh, searching for her. So mm-hmm. good things That's happening. Awesome. In the midst this is exactly of how tragedy. it should happen. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's not happening this way in your neck of the woods. There's a problem. Yep. Yep. For sure. So there you have it. So Christy, I'm going to turn the mic back over to you for a racial injustice piece. Yes. So I debated about what to call this segment, but I think it probably does have some racial injustice involved. Well, not probably, it does. Salman Rushdie, who is a a very famous writer, was attacked while he was on stage being interviewed just Mm -hmm. like a week ago in New York. So... He has, he was stabbed in the face and neck and arm area. He will likely lose one eye. Oh. Uh, the nerves in his arm were severed and his liver was stabbed and damaged. He's 75. Oh, oh my gosh. So he's in rough shape. So sure. if you don't know who Salman Rushdie is, Salman Rushdie wrote a book a long time ago called Satanic Verses. Ah, okay. And he, it was a, it's a, it's a novel, but it's a novel about the author, the, the prophet Muhammad. Okay. And, um, the, the leaders of Islam were very unhappy Ah. with that, uh, particular book, found it to be blasphemous. Okay. Um, he's, he's, he's a very intelligent man. He, um, you know, grew up in um, as a Muslim, sure. has left his religion of birth and is quite critical of it, which we know, you know, mm-hmm. um, is not. I, I can't think of a religion that doesn't have a negative um, reaction to <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, but actually, there was a price on his head. There has been a price on his head oh, that boy. happened in 1989. The leader of, um, shoot, what did I, oh, of Iran, the Iranian leader, the Ayatollah Khomeini, if you recall the, yeah. the island Ayatollah, he um, deemed this to be blasphemous okay. and he um, issued a fatwa. It's okay. a ruling in, in, in Islamic law that basically was calling for Salman Rushdie's assassination. Oh, boy. Writing this book. Okay. Um, he was given protection in England, I think. And he actually went into hiding for about a decade. Wow. Um, at about that point, the uh, Iranian government came out in 1998. So about 10 years mm-hmm. after this first happened, that they would not enforce the fatwa but it did remain um active they just said they weren't going to try to kill him wow so you know obviously it is it appears that this may be where this attack came from yeah um but he's in really bad shape he's he's an older guy you know and he was hurt quite significantly. So was the person who was interviewing him. Um, They were also injured. 
not as severely, but they were mm -hmm. injured. So I uh, just wanted to, this feels racially motivated to me. Mm -hmm. And I know it's about religion, but, you know, th there's a race element in there as well. So that's oh, why yeah. I put it here. But all our love to him, um, because he, as we know, has the right to criticize a system he doesn't believe in and yeah. or doesn't or thinks is wrong. And we, we do that here in the United States all the time. We, mm -hmm. That's happening against most religions now. Mm -hmm. And no one deserves to be killed or attempted to be killed No, for speaking um, criticism to a big system. Yeah. And that's sure. what Salman Rushdie has done. So we just, I just wanted to cover it because it's important. It's that, that idea that there's so much silencing going on mm -hmm. and, you know, book bans and book burnings and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so, uh, I, yeah. you know, just hope for his recovery and that he's yeah. going to be okay from this. Sure. It, is, it is questionable about whether he will be or not. Oh, yeah. I, his injuries are pretty vast. That liver. Yeah. Not good. That's really concerning. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, there you have it. That is Tuesday. One quick update to our, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say scheduling, but it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Tuesday morning, we are supposed to be going to court uh, because Lori and Chad were both supposed to be at court. And this was supposed to be, uh, you know, a, the first time they would see each other in court uh, at all. And the first time they'd see each other in like two and a half years. Mm -hmm. So we were going to go to the Fremont County Courthouse and attend that hearing. On Friday, they ended up coming to an agreement about the DNA. And that's what right. the big fight was going to be about. Uh they came to an agreement. And so that ended the need for Chad and his attorney to be there. So they're now not coming. It's just going to be Lori and her attorney. And they're just talking to the judge about going back to the grand jury to uh, specify charges. So yeah. we're not going to go. It's not worth the time. We will live stream it, however. So we'll be live at 9 a.m. Mountain Time on Tuesday to live stream that and to talk about it some, but we won't be attending court because it's just not worth our time to drive up there. Yeah. And not when we can stream it. And it's, this inconsequential. This mm -hmm. is something that's probably going to last 10 minutes and be over. So. Right. They just want some clarification because when the grand jury combined some of her charges mm -hmm. in a way that they can't be. So mm -hmm. they basically have to break them out. The fraud charges got mixed in with the conspiracy charges and they shouldn't, they should be separate. Yeah. So this is just Lori's attorney doing his job because mm -hmm. he this. is good, you know. So it's not a big deal, but we will stream it. So we will, uh, you know, still discuss it further. But wanted you guys to know that are still wondering if we're going to court. We're not. And this is why. Yeah. When we do have a time when the two of them are going to be in the courtroom together, we will go. We will. Absolutely. For sure. But there's it's a waste of your time and hours at this point. So it is. Oh, we'll stream it just in case anything interesting happens. So we'll be here with that. But at any rate, uh, again, please keep an eye on the Kylie Rodney situation. Share it. If you see her missing posters come up, share them. If you have family in that area, make sure they know this is happening. Mm -hmm. And just we'll keep an eye on it. So there you have it. Well, we will be back on Wednesday with a brand new uh, episode. We'll be back Wednesday night at 7 for case updates. And for those of you that subscribe to the Cold Read Party, 
the cold read party will be happening right after that. So we still have a lot going on this week. So pay attention. We'll be here. Mm All righty. Well, this has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thank you.